Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Second Take Variety Hour. The Second Take Variety Hour is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Welcome to the Variety Hour, the show that, much like the blonde at the start of that horror review you're watching, probably won't last for the entire hour. And I'm Sebastian. I'm Andy Shostler, and I'm terrified of this new format. And I'm Alex, and dicks are dicks, whether they're in your hand or not. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right. I didn't like that. I did not. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. We're not editing it out, but you were good, good call saying Seb's not going to like it. Yep. <laughs> so that, that's consistent now? That is you locked in? Yeah, yeah okay. that's, that's what I said today. I feel like Andrew was a bit premature saying he doesn't like this new format. because no, I'm, I'm terrified of it. I don't. Because <laughs> um, it got worse. Oh, wait, also, um, Hello. Hi. <laughs> Sorry. There's also a Zane. I'm Bazane. Do you <laughs> do you have any horrible things to say into the microphone? Vaginas are vaginas, whether or not you're currently touching it. <laughs> also a true fact. Yeah. <laughs> and okay, yeah. So this is the second tech variety hour. Uh, Welcome to the to the where we specialize <laughs> in first impression. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so if you're new to the show, which you definitely are, being as this is the first episode, <laughs> cool, gotcha. Um, yeah, we'll do a little bit of a news coverage for some movies and TV stuff. And then each of us has a topic that we'd like to discuss, a little mini review each of something that we have consumed in the last few weeks or in our lifetime that we either want to put over or throw under the bus and tell you never touch it. It is trashy, trash, trash. So segway into the news. So guys, you know how we all love movie news? Yeah. Love it. Yep. Excellent. Um, I love movies too. Well, that's good. You should listen to our other podcast. It's the same feed. It's the same. Go back and go back in time on Monday and you can listen to our movie review. Yeah. That we Or just go now because that's how podcasts work. No, no, no. What you're gonna do is develop time travel and go back to Monday and then you can live through the experience of having uh was it Fresh. let the right one in comes yeah. out? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so starting off with movie news. So Halloween has recently had its newest film coming out, like the continuation of the Michael Myers slasher franchise. It's The film has taken place after the first original film. So not number two onwards did not happen in no. the canon. Okay. And it is the highest pre-selling horror movie of 2018. Seriously? Yeah, but okay. That does sound impressive. But so this year we had Hereditary come out and we had the... Um, What's the one about no one talking again? The Quiet Place. The Quiet Place coming out. Oh, yeah. Which obviously did fantastic. 
and it sounds great that it's the biggest pre-seller film, you know, yeah. of, of sorry, horror film ever. But yeah. a, it's a horror film. Four tickets. Yeah, yeah. and also <laughs> it's the seven thousandth movie in a franchise. Yeah. Like yeah. so, I mean, good on you, but you've really lowered the bar by declaring how proud you are of that stat because it's a- like <laughs> I'm actually more surprised that Jamie Lee Curtis is still working. Yeah, not right? that not that she contacted. I just thought she had retired years ago. I haven't seen her in anything for. A while. She's been a bit more picky. Like, I what's the? There's a lady I always mix up with with Jamie Sigourney. Lee Curtis, <laughs> Sigourney Weaver, because they look Are you exactly sure the same. It's not Judy Dench. <laughs> no, she's 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 blonde. Um, the Australian cook. But and, but like in like Sigourney Weaver, she does pop up randomly in things, and it's kind of like a hey, look, it's Jamie Lee Curtis, but it's not really like a starring role. So isn't she reprising the role? She yeah, she's playing she's, the same yeah, character, yeah, 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 um, exactly. Laurie Strokes. Yeah, Strokes. Oh, whatever it is. Um, next bit. So, um, <laughs> I, I only put this in because I thought it was very, very fun. But yes. Ben Affleck was had an interview and he was saying how he actually thought, like, looking back on it, his Daredevil movie was quite silly. <laughs> so I just, I was curious of what tipped him mm, off to that, okay. and I, I, I compiled a short list of things that would have made me embarrassed. Mm. Um, there was a fight scene against Electra taking place entirely on top of a seesaw in a children's playground. Mm-hmm. Um. When there's a scene where um, the reporter is investigating a crime scene and he sees some like wet stuff on the ground and throws a match onto it, and it turns out the Daredevil has written his initials in gasoline, so oh, it lights up. So that's cool. Yeah, but that means Daredevil took the time to write his name in gasoline just in case someone dropped a match. Also, what if someone was just smoking and then just like lit themselves on fire? And, what if um, somebody was looking at it upside down? Ooh, <laughs> what is this? Latin word. (laughs) (laughs) Or was it the fact that in the director's cut there is an entire 30-minute subplot that is is Matt Murdock, the Daredevil character, as a lawyer trying to get Coolio off some charges? (laughs) Like, so, yeah, I mean, I would be a little bit embarrassed, but, like, good on him. Yeah. Good, uh, good on him for having finally having having the insight. Yeah. Hey, maybe <laughs> it was silly. <laughs> Just like the Titanic, better late than never. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Venom has officially pushed Sony over the one billion dollar mark um, in revenue for the year. Wow. So I mean, obviously, quality of being a trash movie. Yeah. Hey. So- it's a trash movie. It What's a trash movie? Spoiler alert. It was always going to be. All the superhero ones are now. Uh, I just Spider Man was good. Home, yeah, Spider-Man Homecoming, Homecoming was yeah, good. Was. I think Spider-Man I Homecoming had Marvel babysitting them, though. Yeah, they did. I, this is separate, yeah. This is, this <laughs> is with no yeah. spoilers, this is the Incredible Hulk, but with Venom instead of the Hulk. I, I had the, When I first saw the, the first trailer for this last year, I thought, fuck yeah, a superhero, like a, a comic book horror movie. Like with the like the symbiote character like taking over control or, mm-hmm. or whatever, and it looked like it could be really freaky. Like and they and they love R ratings now, so they could give it an R rating. <laughs> and it was PG. PG. Yeah. yeah. So the reason so, behind that was, so this character is not allowed to under their current contract with Marvel using Spider-Man character. Not really. Right. Al- oh, I suppose they're allowed to, but they they made the agreement that it won't have any crossover with Peter yeah. Parker. But. If the franchise does well, so um, Marvel obviously be open to the characters crossing over, but they can't have an R-rated character crossover with the PG Marvel characters. So they kind of hoped the movie was good enough, gave it the rating that it needed to. So if they if they can, they can cross over. Problem is, the quality didn't seem to be there on board. So whether it made a billion dollars or not, Marvel's not going to want a shitty movie entering no, them because right, they're right. so tight on quality control lately. Um, 
next bit of fun news. So, you know, James Gunn was fired from Guardians of the Galaxy 3 ages ago. Oh, yeah. Fired. Did you actually not know that? I don't know. No. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he got fired. Over, um, someone had dug up some tweets of him. Yeah, of course. Making James Gunn related jokes. <laughs> anyway, he's actually now writing Suicide Squad 2 and apparently has been negotiated with whether he wants to direct it or not. Right. Still not going to see it. No. Still not going to oh, see Andrew, it. Oh, Andrew, no, you're in the show now. We're, we are reviewing that movie when it comes out. Good. I'll keep my eyes closed and just and just absorb everything I need from from. You know, other news. Wouldn't it be nice if you went to the movie and they had buckets of sand for people to like hide their heads <laughs> in during it? Are you um, implying that we're what? ostriches? I'm implying that you're, you guys are ostriches, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, I mean, interesting though. It's all though. been done before. They're not new stories. They're not even interesting stories being know. told a second time. But James Gunn has like a nice aesthetic to him and maybe he can make it not as shitty as the first one. Hey, yeah. anywhere, everywhere. I mean, the oh, first one was just them trying to copy Guardians to start <laughs> with. So, And there's only up from here. So it doesn't really matter what he does. He no, literally- there's not. There is not. <laughs> you think they get worse? It could definitely get worse. I think it's harder to make it worse. I think I picked Remember one or I two parts of that movie that, that I didn't hate. You could remove those two parts and I would hate it <laughs> even more. Um, two bits left. So the Flash film has been delayed again. Now, I know you probably always keep up with it. So for the record, this film is slated for 2014, then 2019, then 2020, and now 2021. And the reason I love this is because he is famous for being on time everywhere. <laughs> and they have delayed his movie five different times because they just can't get it right. Are you sure they've delayed it or did it just come out so quickly that nobody had a chance to see it? So they have to re-release no. it. If what happened was they went to, they, they made the film so fast, it went through the uh, the speed force and it actually it's actually already out, but it won't appear for us mortals until 2021. Can <laughs> I give you a spoiler alert for the Flash movie? I'd love to hear sure. it. It's not going to get made. It's going to get cancelled. You reckon? <laughs> I absolutely think that it's going to be cancelled. They've pushed it back so they don't have to start production until after Aquaman and see how Aquaman does and if Aquaman flops, Flash well, is cancelled. next year. <laughs> so we're doing the schedule up for our, review, our movie reviews. Next year we've got Wonder Woman coming out and Shazam. So Wonder Woman obviously has a lot of people behind it because the first one was decent. And Shazam looks like a straight Marvel film. Like It looks like a comedy superhero film. So if they can pull those two together and I sorry, pull them off, they might not be in as much trouble as they are right now. And honestly, looking at like there's like an extended Aquaman trailer out. There's like five to ten minutes or something of just scenes. It looks pretty fun. Like it looks like a no. It looks like Indiana Jones. No. <laughs> have you guys no, have you guys actually seen the extended trailer? Because it yes. legitimately. It, I don't watch trailers. I watch the extended trailer, and it it looks like exactly what I was expecting. It looks a lot better than what I was expecting. I was expecting literally a just a pile of burning shit. Yeah. But it wasn't that, you no, see. No, these production companies have been making the same movie for the last 15 years. It looks like people being overly serious about things that mean nothing to anyone. <laughs> the end. And they don't even do a good job of explaining it in, in yeah. universe, in situ. <laughs> but the reason I do think that the Flashpoint movie will eventually come out is if they want to continue to make movies, this is the movie that they can reboot the universe with the film because that's what they did in the comic books with this exact story that they're making. So if they wanted to replace Ben Affleck as Batman and yeah. do this and do that, this is the film that they will re- they can release to have a continuation but also a fresh restart at the same time. It'll come out only because they are running out of characters to make movies, standalone movies about. Yep. Yeah. Which yeah, Greenland. And also, if they just if they want to <laughs> reboot it, they can just reboot it. They, they don't can. need a movie yeah. and a property to do it. You know it what they should do? They should just f- remaster Flash Gordon 
from 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 the seventies. You know what they should re-release do? it. They should <laughs> just release the extended cut of Batman vs Superman and see if that does any better. Yeah. Yeah. No. Just put just put that back into cinemas. Yeah. See what happens. Um, have I? It's a little bit old now, but have I told you guys what they're doing with Deadpool 2? No. So they're re-releasing a PG cut of the film. Oh, come on. In cinemas, but this is the only part that has me kind of interested. So they've got back the actor that played the young boy in The Princess Bride, the one that the grandfather's reading the story to. Oh, um, got- what's his name? Um, uh, Frank. Sure. Frank? No, uh, not Frank. Anyway, they've got that actor back. What's his name? The the movie is now being set that he is in bed and Deadpool is there reading him the story of Deadpool 2 and much like in Princess Bride, the grandfather editing out oh, the Fritz, stuff. Fritz Savage. That him? Yeah, yeah, that rings yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Deadpool is playing the role of the grandfather reading the Deadpool 2 story to this fully grown man in pajamas. Right. And he's retelling the story in PG because they're doing the Princess Bride thing, which is like that part sounds funnier than the Have entire already, Deadpool 2 movie to me. Did they already film that? <laughs> I've seen um, like stills of it, so it has been on set. You know what I really like? I really like this oncoming trend of making three different movies at three different <laughs> rating levels just so everyone can see it all at the same time. Yep. Yeah, that's what I like. But I did not like Deadpool 2, but this scene just sounds funnier than the entire movie that I did see. So Good, I'm release on, a two-minute clip yeah, on YouTube. The clip, yeah. yeah. Like I'm surprised this isn't just like a DVD extra option that you can put Deadpool on for your fan, like your kids, but they're doing a cinematic Why? release. Well, should we make a kid make friendly? Money. Should we make a kid friendly version of Freddy Krueger just so the kids can enjoy without the blood? I mean, eh? I suppose yeah. that's an option. Is, why are you money? Want- money. Okay. <laughs> They've got the money to do it. They can make money back. By doing it. No, they can't. They will, <laughs> they will though, because there are the diehard fans that will go, I I enjoyed Deadpool and I enjoyed Deadpool 2. Let's go see the Deadpool 2 PG cut because that one scene is probably going to be funny. They will spend the money to go and do it. There are people out there that will do that, that not will en- make them the money. Not enough people. I doubt that. Well. In my <laughs> final very important <laughs> piece of news, um, Jumped online and Adam Sandler is still making movies. Okay, so let's move on to <laughs> the rest of the variety. Not quite an hour. Segway. So, um, so what kind of things have you guys brought bring to the table today? Um, well, I brought my uh, tablet and my phone. Okay, yeah, yeah. And a glass. Are you, and which one of those are you talking about? Uh, not, none of them. Oh, none okay. Them. I just brought them to the table with me. Because I was actually yeah. literally going to review the glass in Zane's apartment that I use and drink my water. Um, it's pretty good. I can't see a brand name on it, but uh, I can take some photos and I recommend people track it down. <laughs> I recently consumed Wolverine The Long Night, Marvel's first foray into the podcast. Oh, it's out, is it? It is. It was released behind a paywall on Stitcher Premium for I think it was three months and it is now being released free of charge. It is boring. Mm. Not enough Wolverine. Too much Mulder and Scully. Is it? Is it? <laughs> so it's complete though. Well, is it's being. It's still being. It's being released. So oh, okay. I think they released the first five episodes um, as to start it off, and then it is. It's episodically releasing. How long are the episodes and stuff? Like about maybe? about half an hour. Okay. Um, half an hour, forty minutes. It's 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 a procedural about. These two FBI agents who have been sent to this small town where there's some sort of cult activity, and there was a uh, there was a, a, a fishing ship where everyone except where where everyone died basically, 
Uh, They're doing so, the old Dracula thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone died except the guy that was too stoned to show up to work that day. And then Wolverine's, well, Logan has been cited about doing things. And so it's, it is, it's not, the the production value is very high, as you would expect. Yeah. It's, the acting is very good. The writing is not engaging. Uh, there are, it, it cuts around a lot and I don't, I find it very hard to listen to. Do you feel like they're just taking like a long time to set things up and it will get better or do you just feel like it's going to be flat the entire way? I, th- I feel it's going to be flat the entire uh. way. Um, honestly, if you call something Wolverine the Long Night, I want a Wolverine <laughs> character. Mm. I would love Wolverine to be the main character, to be the narrator, but it's honestly these two FBI agents who are literally Mulder and Scully um, doing like an off episode of the X-Files. Right. Um, about this weird Ugh. murder. Is it framed like a police report that they're recording or is it like, are, are they making a recording no, or is it just- it's an audio drama. So okay. there's no conceit of found footage. Like this isn't yep. just like them making records to for their own word. It's interviews with people and you hear, you like there are, you have, I have heard Wolverine speak at the end. Okay. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it's unsatisfying. It's not very engaging. If you do continue to listen to it, let us know if it gets any better because I was very curious about it, but I just didn't want to pay for a podcast because who does that, you jokers? <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, please pay for which. our <laughs> podcast. We have a Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> so speaking of uh, unentertaining things that can turn entertaining, what do you guys think of fan theories? Uh, fans uh, are the worst. Theories. I have a theory about them. <laughs> what do you think of... Star Wars fan theories. I enjoy them. I have maybe subscribed to many of uh, fan theories online. Nothing can be worse than anything George Lucas has written himself. So I'm, <laughs> I'm excited about the prospect of... Now, now, <laughs> say what you like about him, but he was a decent writer. Was. Um, was, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, when Force Awakens was coming out... There was a post on Reddit from Lumpy Waru, I think the um, the the user was, who posted the Darth Jar Jar theory. Oh yeah, yep. Are you familiar with this? No. That Jar Jar Binks was um, was in fact a, a Sith Lord who was going to be revealed as as a Sith Master, the same way that Yoda was revealed to be this Jedi Master. Right, you you first introduced to him as this bumbling idiot who's just being uh, being kind of silly and such, yeah. And then it turns out no, he's actually quite manipulative and and such. He does a very extensive um, uh, case. Uh, he, he puts forward a very compelling case as to why Jar Jar Binks is in fact a, a Sith Lord. Going so far, I mean, the 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 clincher for me in in the theory is that he cites um, the CGI. Because the uh, Jar Jar Binks is a CGI character, the uh, robots—oh god, what are they called? The droids. The the the, the droids. The the um um Trade Federation droids. They're CGI characters as well. There's there, there's one scene where Qui Gon Jinn and Obi Wan Kenobi and Jar Jar are coming across the tower. Uh, these these the droids are ex, is escorting Queen Amidala and and her party to the prison camp. These three do a fl- a jump off the off the balcony to surprise these droids and cut them down. Jar Jar Binks starts off on one side of the Jedi Knights, falls on the other in the thing. You might excuse that alone as being, you know, a, a, a change in the in the edit to make it look right on film. But the droid 
um, off camera actually anticipates where Jar Jar Binks would have been in the cut and adjusts to where he is now. So it was already written into the into the the, mm. the fabric of the film. It was um, it was animated to be deliberately that way. You also have little snippets of um, Jar Jar Binks kind of mouthing things that Queen Amidala is saying, almost like he's you know willing her her to say it. It's a very compelling theory. Mm. I subscribe to it. I liked it. I'm disappointed that Disney didn't go with it, but I understand why they didn't. And actually, I'm more disappointed in George Lucas for not following through. I have heard this theory before, mm. and George Lucas kept saying he had really big plans for Jar Jar. Yeah. But obviously, huge backlash after episode one. He should have ignored it. Yeah. If, he, if he, he was going through with this, he should have ignored it. Yeah. My only concern is I don't have faith in him as a, as a creator, <laughs> and this felt way better written than anything I would expect of him. If you're feeling, but if he did write it, yeah, props. If you if if you're in if you're in the mood for it, watch the any of the um, Jar Jar uh, Darth Jar Jar uh, reviews on on uh, YouTube that, that are yep. out there. Then watch Phantom Menace again, and it it really does have a sinister overtone. It's a completely different movie with this new Jar Jar in mind. Yeah, okay, he really does come off as a psychopath, and it's actually quite brilliant. Hmm. Interesting. It would have worked. No, I, I agree. It definitely would have. I've seen the one. Is it Darth Plagueis? Plagueis? The one that was apparently Palpatine's master. Yeah. Um, people have been saying perhaps that was his character. Yeah. Because yeah. he's also, meant to be dead, right. but he's also meant to be a character that's also discovered immortality. So it's like a vague, is he still alive? Is he not? Because the Siths always tend to kill their master yeah. and take their own. But this character was famous for making himself immortal. So it's exactly. like, anyway. And there was some speculation that um, Jar Jar Binks was in fact Snoke because Snoke is uh, Dutch for you know, um, a water creature or something like that. Oh. And it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hmm. So what else? What you got, Alex? <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I just moved into a new apartment. Mm. Okay. Brand new. Um, NBN ready apparently. So yeah. yeah, that's the national broadband network for anyone outside oh. of yeah, Australia. Yes. Famously, a perfect system oh. for for your internet. Oh yes, I mean emulated across the world forty years ago. Mm. Yes, um, <laughs> fantastic uh, internet speeds. The finest <laughs> copper cables <laughs> wiring you'll find anywhere. Oh yes. Um, now that that's not really what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is um, I didn't have it uh, activated. Uh, I was meant to get it activated in the twenty. 5th of October, so a couple of days away. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> time is time is a difficult time, concept. <laughs> it is. Um, so I had to find something to like do because usually I watch Netflix or the YouTube or something yeah. like that. So um, I had all the seasons of Dexter and I've never actually watched um, Dexter from start to finish. So, oh, okay. Um and so I thought, you know what, I'm just going to give it a go. Mm. Dexter, fantastic first half of the first season that I've watched so far. Okay. <laughs> I subscribe to this ritual following um, morally exempt serial killer. Good. Yeah. Wait until you get to season four. I, isn't that when it starts to slip? No. 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 So uh, – I'd say it gets progressively better up to season four and then season six is also very good. Okay. Season six is Lithgow? Season four? season four is Lithgow. Right, okay. Three, after, after Lithgow. Yeah. Jimmy Smith's is season three uh, and then it's 
Okay. And then it's uh, Lithgow in season four, which I think right. is the best. That's oh, that's yeah. when the show peaked. The, I've, I've seen yeah. a lot of season four because I remember watching um, – I've I've watched Dexter before. Like I just haven't watched it from start to finish. Yeah. Like I've seen episodes here and there, and all the ones with Lit that I've seen with Lithgow in it, I was like, I need to sit down. And it definitely peaks at season four. Yeah. Okay. Before but, they get into the whole incest thing. Oh, <laughs> oh that's right. I forgot they did that. Thank, mm. Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> it could be. You don't know what incest thing I'm talking about. <laughs> it could be anyone. <laughs> now I'm literally going to be. Yeah. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> incest can can get you from any angle. So no one is safe, Alex. <laughs> but I will say, like, again. it came out around that time where almost every every TV show popular at that time had an incest subplot. Yep. Like uh, Boardwalk Empire did. It was the start of Game of Thrones as well. Oh god, yeah, that's oh, yeah. the premise Where's, for the entire yeah. for the entire <laughs> plot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so yeah, Dexter. I will keep you updated on my findings so and watching. Just to clarify, you're not recommending Dexter's Laboratory, the no. Cartoon Network TV show? No, I'm not. You actively not recommending you it? You're disrecommending it? Actively not commenting on it. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> That's a fine show. The Dexter's Lab. Don't, don't be dissing no, Dexter's no. Lamb. I I wasn't dissing it. I just rewatched <laughs> the movie that came out with it <laughs> and realized how much I hate the voice actors. In it, right. they, every every single voice maybe want to break my TV in half. It's so funny that you should say Dexter's Lab because this last week I don't know what is in the ether, but I have been reminiscing about old Nickelodeon shows with everybody I run into. So much so that I went back and watched uh, episodes of Cow and Chicken. Uh, Remember Cow uh, and Chicken? Yep, yep. Yeah, fun show, fun little yeah. kids show. It it's 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 like a you know. Uh, um, it's a bit absurdist. Is instant. It's Ren and yeah. Stimpy in the nineties. Mm. You know, I'd yeah. say it's, no, it's 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 fun. It's, and it's less very repulsive and, and than Ren and Stimpy, though. Yeah. Also, I uh, I am Weasel. I am I Weasel, am. and I are baboon. Who's the voice of I I I am Weasel? I don't know. Michael Dawn Wharf is the voice of I am oh, Weasel. Oh, Seriously, of course he bloody is. I forgot it. I couldn't believe I forgot that. Oh. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Okay, so I'm that stupid baboon. Yeah, I am I baboon. Are baboon. Oh. <laughs> so the thing I wanted to talk about was um, I've in the last oh, month or so finished reading The Outsider, the latest um, novel by Stephen King, mm-hmm. and it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> the the basic premises premises um, there's a baseball coach who in the middle of a game he's, he's a little league coach. A bunch of cops come onto the field and they arrest him for the murder and so the rape, murder, and mutilation of an eleven-year-old boy. Oh, that's going to be good for his career. Yeah, super great. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So he gets taken in and they've got like eyewitnesses that have seen him around the place where the murder happened with the child while he was still alive. Jeez. They've got semen samples, fingerprints. Like they have, hundred percent. You did this to okay. this kid. Problem is, the thing this, is, he was in Guatemala. Well, he was actually during the time of the murder for the entire weekend. He had been in another town at a writers' oh. conference, which he got caught on security footage in the hotel Ooh. where it was, and he ended up asking a question to the to the writer during the thing, which was taped for a broadcast. Okay, so he's been caught on broadcast, standing up front center frame of a camera, introducing himself and asking his question. All right, and, Seb, you've got me. Yeah. So the whole thing is like we have. 
absolute ev- like pure evidence yeah. that you committed this murder. And his alibi is solid. And his alibi is absolutely solid. Wow. And he has no idea what is going okay. on. And it's Stephen King, so there is a, an element of supernatural being played into it. And I don't want to go too crazy deep into it because this is a good mystery, but it ends up playing into there being um, – whether it's a, they don't really define whether it's a creature or a person with some ability, but they're able to take form of right. a, of a chosen target. They get their fingerprints, they get their DNA, and Jeez. he goes and he's been traveling town to town, committing these murders, and then kind of feeding off the negative emotions that come in their wake. Mm-hmm. So after this boy's being killed, his whole family ends up being killed, most like through suicide and all, all those things. And this creature's been feeding off these negative emotions okay. and it's moving on. And it's about the detect- the detectives, the family and the friends kind of trying to come together and being like, he can't have done this murder. It doesn't make sense, but it also it makes yet, all the sense. the evidence is there, yeah. And delving in, it's honestly, the creature that's doing this is so much like Pennywise from the It um, novel. No clown relation, but they're able to change what it looks like. It's there to feed off fear, and it's got this huge ulterior motive. It's like that, except all the characters are adults, so it doesn't play into that childhood fear thing. It's them trying to come to grips with this doesn't make sense in reality. Okay, and yeah, I really enjoy it. Um, the it's yeah, like I said, um, the what's it called? The outsider. The outsider, and I really, really in, enjoyed it. So yeah, um, I don't want to go too deep into the story because there are some twists that I've left out but it's I say it's a lot easier to to go through than it it's about half the length really on point and it's a fun little mystery the first half is pretty much a police procedural so you are reading case files and this and that and it's really well done and yeah so do it do that thing (laughs) watch Dexter if you haven't already. Yeah. <laughs> Until the incest <laughs> starts at some point and then stop watching yeah. it, not something else. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you very much for being in the variety 15 minutes. I actually don't know how long we've been recording. Half an hour. Half an hour. Ooh, Ooh congratulations. Um, uh, we'll be back next week on Monday with our review of Paranormal Activity and then we'll see you again in this show on the Wednesday following. Correct. And that is how our podcast ends. Like that. Well, thank you very much for listening to our show here today. There's a few ways that you can get in contact with us and support the show if you are interested. We can first be found on Facebook slash or .com slash second take, I would assume. Uh, from there, if you're interested, we do have a link on our main page to our merch store. You can get some shirts with my face on it. It's pretty good. Are there also other things you can do? Like our website, which is www.secondtakepodcast.com or .com, however you want to say it. If you don't like the traditional way of using the internet, you can find us through Twitter at Second Take TNC. And if you want to give us your money, all of it, just give it to us. Patreon.com forward slash Second Take. And that's a thing that we all did in one take. Good job, team. Thumbs up. Yeah. Can't wait to listen to this every week every for another million years. Week. Yeah. Years. Well, I've yeah. been Alex. I've been Andy. <laughs> I've been here. Me too. My name is Sebastian. (laughs) And I'm Zane. The end. (laughs) 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 